0: This is Voyager Time. The loser is a dweeb, and the winner is a cool guy, wagging around the Delta Quadrant like a tail on a dog. I'm Sarah, and with me today is...
1: Ben. Nathan. Ian.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This week, we watched Star Trek Voyager Season 3, Episode 5, False Prophets. Voyager finds a couple of Ferengi idiots on a Bronze Age planet pretending to be gods (laughs) and spend the entire episode being constantly outwitted by them to the point where they blow a chance to go back to the Alpha Quadrant through a wormhole first mentioned in an episode of Next Generation. They haven't fired any more photon torpedoes. I still don't remember the numbers for that.
2: (laughs) Only Andrew will ever remember those numbers.
0: Yeah, that's fine. We'll just have to keep track of if they fire any... In the Uh episodes he's probably not going to watch (laughs) in between (laughs) when he was last year.
3: I feel like outwitted was a strong word. It was just like they were floundering. Just like, oh, nope, there they go. (laughs) Like
0: It was just so stupid, though. I felt uh like this episode really insulted my intelligence and their intelligence.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well...
1: From somebody who has the deep experience of one entire episode of Star Trek Voyager, it was my absolute favorite
0: (laughs) (laughs) and least favorite at the same uh time.
1: It's really interesting,
0: (laughs) yeah. So, there's Ferengi in the Delta Quadrant, or Mm. were somehow the Ferengi are not native to that quadrant, Ian. Just yeah, they don't live here. (laughs) They kind
3: of hand waved why they were there, like how they got there. (laughs) It was just like.
0: (laughs) Well, it was explained in the Next Generation episode. Yeah. They got, like, it was some, ep- they were, like, I think they briefly mentioned it, but they, like, have mm-hmm. had this negotiation to who gets to be in control of this wormhole, but then it turned out, it, it, it because it was unstable in the Delta Quadrant and it didn't work out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm pretty sure in that episode that's when these dum-dums fly into the wormhole and get stuck Mm -hmm. out there and it's like well they're not our problem anymore and then it's like they show up in the stupid show as this (laughs) as this group's problem now
3: yep so my so you know they start off just like they end up on the planet because they like detect like oh well we we see some Alpha Quadrant technology, I guess, on this planet, Mm -hmm. we're gonna go investigate, and so they're down there with the street peddlers, and my social anxiety was off the charts, (laughs) just Mm -hmm. watching them be just like the guy, like, here, pay me for this poem you
1: didn't ask for, (laughs) now you owe me money.
0: Oh my god, I know. I'm
1: just really disappointed that we're comparing this to Adventure Time and not to El Dorado, because otherwise I would have definite comparisons galore.
2: <laughs> yeah, we, we got both the Ferengi guys as the guys in Road to El Dorado, and then also mm-hmm. Tom and Chicote definitely would match up there too. Mm-hmm. Them just showing up and be like, what's going on here?
1: <laughs> With just a serious absence of fake dice.
2: It's true. I'm sure. Th- I'm sure those Ferengi idiots did make dice at some point that would let them cheat at something oh, because yeah. they're gods, because that's what they would do.
0: Well, they probably had that way before this entire thing happened.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that that's a good point.
0: <laughs> but how
2: yeah. how Eridor
3: was talking gave off like big Sid the sloth energy to me. Mm-hmm. Which one? Mm-hmm.
0: That's the taller one.
2: Yeah. Uh huh uh eridor i'll go straight into the actor fun fact played by dan shore uh who personally i most recognize him for being billy the kid in bill and ted's excellent adventure oh uh, yeah top cast We casting. didn't want uh, the
0: actor fact to be leslie jordan who played the other ferengi guy <laughs>
2: I didn't get to look through all of them, I just picked the first guy, and I didn't want to pick Donald Faison for the second set of, for the Adventure Time episode, (laughs) because it would be too easy. Leslie Jordan, I'm looking, has a lot of cool stuff too.
0: Yeah, I Uh, was shocked when I saw that that's who that was, because you can't really tell, because he has like this very distinctive voice in normal mm -hmm. life, and it was just Mm -hmm. completely suppressed in this, but yeah, I just... It was like, wow, this was a waste of a lot of interesting actors. (laughs) I felt like there were a lot of just like random people that I recognized from other stuff.
2: Rob LaBelle. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. It was weird. Uh, Alan Mm Altshild. I did just notice in Leslie Jordan's uh, IMDB that he was on an episode of Supernatural and played a Yorkie. (laughs) Okay. He was the voice of a Yorkie
0: oh my god that show so, I guess that makes sense that show was on long enough that it would eventually have a talking dog that sounded like Leslie Jordan literally that anything that's ever
1: happened ever happened in Supernatural yeah <laughs> like there is no craziness is that- in Supernatural's normal
2: uh, the episode title is Dog Dean Afternoon when the only witness to a couple of mysterious murders is a dog Dean performs a risky spell to help oh him communicate with canines
0: so it sounds like there's a lot of dogs and now he can just talk to dogs that's what I now we've got all
2: these fantastic dog characters that that are gonna be around forever better
0: version of the show I bet
2: that would be a great version
0: what did you guys think of Tom's uh, shirt (laughs) 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 it's like deep like I don't wanna say it wasn't exactly a v-neck but it was a very low cut (laughs) shirt they always gotta
3: give they always gotta give him the deep v's uh
0: huh he specifically it's requested like that It's like
3: the opening scene of the pilot episode. Yeah, I was yep. just like
1: belly button low. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. ask. I don't know too much about Voyager. Is it like a horny, like a horny series?
2: <laughs> well, that depends on who you ask. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: it, well, okay. Star Trek is a lot more horny than people give it credit for. First of all, <laughs> it's just very. It's very like, you know.
3: There's literally an episode where the wind made them horny. Okay, there like, wasn't the wind. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> there was on the planet. That planet <laughs> that they went to. I not, feel like not it had the, the one...
0: opposite effect on Harry though, because he was like,
3: no, that was made him super horny, and he wanted to get back to Tom.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. I guess he just wanted off sense.
3: the planet to get back to Tom right, because right, he was right. so horny.
0: Right. This was a more <laughs> horny. Episode than normal, like there's not usually like boobs hanging out like there was in this episode.
1: I was just wondering if I can buy one of those shirts for myself.
0: Uh, well, for science, for science.
2: Mm-hmm. Now I need to clarify here: Are you talking about the shirt that Tom was wearing, or the shirt that the dancers were wearing? Because I'm sure both would look great.
0: Quote shirt is just like a bikini. They looked like F- Slave Leia from Star Wars. Like it was not.
2: Maybe I can do like
0: one
1: of those like trunk club or stitch fix sort of things where like I could try on both <laughs> and whichever right. one I don't like.
2: Mm-hmm. Great. Now we've got to bleep those because if you, you don't want to low- give them free advertising.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I that would be very that would be something if you could get like a stitch fix subscription for all the plain clothes outfits that they wear on this show. Because. Got it. Andrew would buy a, that
2: immediately. guess he is would.
0: There a
3: stitch, is there a Stitch fix for old Star Trek costumes? Yeah,
1: I want to. I want raw horny energy Stitch fix. <laughs> Sharks. I am seeking eleven million dollars for a two percent investment <laughs> in my company.
0: Okay. I just thought I really liked at the beginning when they went to the planet and they discovered the stupid Ferengi. But like right before that, they're scanning stuff and. Chakotay is not being subtle at all with that, like, uh-huh. fancy technology that these people mm-hmm. supposedly don't know anything about. He's just wandering around with, like, oh, no one can see this big, giant, beeping cell phone that I have.
3: Partially covered with my hand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Blinking lights.
3: Um, I have questions about Neelix's disguise. Mm-hmm. How do they do that? oh dear! was that (laughs) just like did they just like give it like prosthetics like on like because he wasn't like in holodeck or anything which is normally what they rely on
0: for that type of stuff well okay wasn't there an episode where they made somebody look like some they they like had somebody else go in, in disguise somewhere has there ever been uh, to an like,
1: episode of anything ever where somebody went in disguised as somebody else and it worked?
0: Well, it I would have worked, worked in this except part. for Neelix is incompetent and gave up like immediately as soon as it became kind of difficult. But um there was an episode that episode when Balana gets split into two people or whatever. Mm-hmm. They had to I think they sent Chicote in there and he had some like oh
2: yeah. something. Mm-hmm. It's
0: like the doctor did some Oh yeah. Prosthetics.
3: They, they made him look like a stuff. yeah,
0: Oh right, they made him look all <laughs> nasty and Yeah, they, they and deformed. fucked his shit up real Okay, yeah. so
3: who on the ship has the the makeup expertise the doctor. to pull off this?
0: I'm sure the doctor did it. But he did it to chicote, yeah.
3: yeah, I suppose, yeah.
0: This seemed like more of an overhaul than that one was though.
2: <laughs> what a uh, scene that would have been to see the doctor telling Neelix, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to really, I'm just really going to jack you up right now, and make you look like a mm-hmm. Ferengi. This is for my YouTube <laughs> tutorials.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Ferengi. So it's, I, it's actually funny because uh, Ethan Phillips has played a Ferengi before in a different Star Trek show.
2: Oh, fantastic. <laughs> he was on mm-hmm.
0: uh, Next Generation as a Ferengi. So they and just so, had that lying
2: around. Then they
0: were I, like, maybe wait. it might have been the same stuff. Who knows? He just
3: held. He just held onto the costume.
0: Mm-hmm. I just. I don't understand why. I. I mean, I do, but also I'm kind of like, why would they send Neelix in there to do this? Like, it's because Neelix is the only one that's annoying enough to f- mm-hmm. fit. Mm-hmm. But also, he failed like immediately. <laughs> like
2: typical Neelix fashion. Typical. Classic yes. Neelix. The only time he ever does something right is when he's supposed to look like he's doing something wrong.
0: Yes.
3: So why did the Ferengi just attack with swords? I don't know. That's... They have a replicator. They, like, they, could, they could have, have made had a gun. gun. Yeah.
0: They could
3: have had a gun. I don't they know. They could have had gun, but they had sword.
1: Never bring a replicator to a sword fight.
2: They, they just made so many weird decisions. It like, was like, uh-huh.
0: I felt like it wasn't, the same show (laughs) because of how bizarre it was. I was like, the tone was just so strange.
3: Uh Uh-huh. I did appreciate having an, like another like off ship, you know, adventure where it's like, okay, like this is, (laughs) this is the setting for the episode. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know, like we don't get a lot of these. Like we had the one prison break episode and the, well, I guess the two prison break episode um, episodes based <laughs> off the series prison
1: break. Yeah. Yes. Where
3: Neelix has the, the map tattooed all over him. And <laughs> they, they break through.
1: The, yeah. And then they um, both get on CW shows.
3: Correct. <laughs> but I always appreciate the episodes that it's just kind of like.
0: Change of pace.
3: A change of pace from just like we're. We're flying, and we saw another nebula. We're going to fly into the nebula and see what happens.
0: <laughs> Something wacky. Uh-huh. I
2: feel like we've had a lot of those recently. So, that, yeah, I'm with you. This was a nice little diversion from that for a little bit.
1: I mean, that's kind of what I liked. I mean, I used to watch you know OG uh, Star Trek, uh, mm-hmm. that good old Will Shatner shit on when I was a kid. I kind of liked, you know, part of what mystified me about like Star Trek and and Star Wars, and what attracts me to, I think, sci-fi in general, are more necessarily the planets and then the fauna and flora, and more so than mm-hmm. this is just another ship with slidey doors. Mm-hmm. If I just wanted to see a ship with slidey doors, I would just go back to Next Generation.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing with this show is like you, because of the premise, which is that they're stuck somewhere and flying back. It, it's like there's a lot of ship stuff because they're like <laughs> trying to make the ship go faster to go out of mm-hmm. this place and get home. But they still get distracted and plenty of times.
2: Can we also address that on this planet? They were just fucking humans.
0: Yes. I mm-hmm. thought that was very funny. I was like, wow, <laughs> how convenient. They're just regular humans. They're just, they're just people. I assume they're just maybe just they had like organs in all different places or something to make yeah. them different.
3: Yeah, their stomachs are like up
2: in their heads.
0: Yeah, that makes like sense. That.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Those are vestigial eyes. They actually use echolocation mm-hmm. to get around. Mm-hmm.
0: Well,
1: that's I, I, part of I think what I see a lot in the charm in a lot of Star Trek in general. Like, right, like one of the like when I see one like a Klingon with like a suburban mom haircut,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and stuff <Yeah>. like that.
1: <laughs> I think, like, there's this, like, kind of intentional, like, wink to camera, sort of, like, yeah, we know when it comes to, you know, like, there's humans. Like, of course there's humans on this planet. Like, mm-hmm. we can't cast aliens.
0: Well, I think another thing is that I think about, too, is, like, the prosthetics people were doing the Ferengi makeup <laughs> this yeah, episode. Yeah,
1: like,
3: solely, like, so they're like crowds have, of people. Like, yeah, we're
0: not doing that We don't have everyone. time to design something for those these random planet people. They can just be regular humans.
2: <laughs> they're not humans, they're humans
0: Human.
2: Uh Ian wasn't here for our uh our thesis about forehead or nose aliens. So oh. mm-hmm. right. Uh every alien in Star Trek is either a forehead alien or a nose alien. To be fair, these are ear aliens.
1: Well, I was going to say, Vulcans are, Vulcans are more ear aliens.
0: They have noses, too. They have some forehead stuff. They kind of have everything going on. <laughs> 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 forehead, nose, and ear, yeah.
1: And teeth. Shoulders, uh, knees, and toes, knees, and toes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I just want to say, Kafar, the like assistant guy, mm-hmm. was having the time of his life in this episode
2: i just he loved was how excited he was all the time yeah <laughs> the moment he realized that he could potentially light light these guys on fire and he was yeah, like was i can gleeful i could kill these guys and i would have <laughs> every reason to now
0: it just was so funny because like he was he seemed so loyal to them, and then the second they had gotten beamed out of there, he's like, "Ooh, I can lie out on this bed and like yep. start uh-huh. using all this stuff." And then, yeah, as soon as he was like, "We can set them on fire." <laughs> that was also no hesitation
2: they they did not do a good job of vetting their employees. Is no, pretty much it.
0: <laughs> they don't inspire They're- much loyalty.
1: Probably need a better uh, benefits package. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, he wasn't even getting paid. Remember, they had the whole thing. He's like, are, you're not paying your employees, are you? Make sure you're exploiting your family to get free labor.
3: <laughs> I promise I'll start exploiting them right away. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. God,
2: I hated them so much.
0: Yeah.
3: Don't worry. Here's the book. <laughs> here's
0: a that book. That they can't read can because they don't speak that language. Uh-huh. I hate the Fringy. I hate them so much.
2: I didn't understand until this episode. And now, right there with you.
0: Well, this is, like, they're really bad. But at least on Deep Space Nine, they have a couple of them that are less bad, or at least kind of funny. And, like, main characters, so they get character development outside of just the stereotypes that they do in this episode. But like the one-off ones like this are just torture. <laughs> I hate. I hate it.
1: Also, I guess more questions about Voyager. So he says, like, so is the crew trying to get home because they're stranded out in in space, Arizona or whatever? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So is it basically Seems just episode? Right. Is it do, do episodes like deviate in one of two ways? Like one. This is a way back home, and then it fails for whatever reason, right? Like in this case, two people like accidentally go into the wormhole, and it's like, oh, can't use that anymore. It's exceeded its maximum yes. occupancy. Or, yes. or is that like basically like every episode? It's basically,
3: basically the yes. Gilligan's Island formula. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like they're, they're like, oh, we think we might have found a way to. Go back to the Alpha Quadrant. Like, they haven't done that specific thing in a while, but they're usually looking for ways to, like, jump forward or, yeah. like, find some technology that will make them go faster or whatever, yeah. like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's
3: usually one of one of those two things. It's either they're f- trying to figure out, like, how to use something to get home faster or, oops, ship's in trouble.
0: Yeah.
2: So Yeah. The oops, ship's in trouble could be one of, like... We're low on supplies or something is literally breaking. Oops, Neelix then... lost his lungs. So
0: <laughs> Oops, we accidentally uh, went against the prime directive again.
2: Oops! Oops oh, Harry died. But that's Oops, every Star Harry Trek. Harry died again.
0: Oops, Harry. Oops, Janeway
2: and Chakotay have to have a romantic weekend away.
0: <laughs> okay, that was a great episode. It
2: was a great episode, <laughs> but I just like my description. Let me have this, Sarah.
1: See, I feel like for their net for the next Star Trek series, if they were just like Star Trek Journey, this time, trust us, it is horny. I feel like it would get a bigger audience
0: that there's a show it's called star Trek discovery and it's on paramount Plus. pay Mm -hmm. as paramount Mm -hmm.
1: paramount plus we have all that horny space content that you crave
0: yes they do Uh, they do (laughs) I
1: I should go into copywriting
0: (laughs) (laughs) anyway yeah I do think it's annoying when they do these wormhole storylines where it's like ooh we might get back to the alpha quadrant and they're all making all these plans and when they get back, and I'm like, "This is a seven season show. I, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. no, this is not going to work. Yeah, I mean, this is not a deep episode. <laughs> not a lot it's, to. It's talk deep about, in the really. hatred of
2: the Ferengi, but like, other than that,
0: yeah, it's nothing. This week, we also watched Adventure Time season four, episode thirteen or fourteen, Card Wars, as Finn joins in on Jake's favorite hyper complicated card game emotions and poor gamesmanship run high and season four episode 13 or 14 princess cookie. The candy kingdom faces a hostage crisis from a cookie that demands princess bubblegum's crown. I'm saying it 13 or 14 because on Hulu they were in one order and on IMDb they were in an opposite order. So I don't know which one is correct. (laughs) I've seen
2: it in both orders like in multiple places for both of them. And
0: yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah, I don't. No, but it was these two episodes.
1: I mean, Adventure Time's nonlinear, so who cares?
0: Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, are we ready to sit here for an hour as I talk about an 11-minute episode where two people play a card game?
0: <laughs> oh, boy. I'm not editing that. <laughs> so, no.
3: Oh, I do have one more thing about Voyager I forgot.
0: Okay. Nate! I
3: do. I forgot until I looked at my notes.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go um, ahead. I'm, I'm pretty sure.
3: I'm I'm pretty sure that the art of the deal is just word for word the rules of acquisition.
0: Yeah, you know this is something that Alice and I talked about when we were watching Deep Space Nine because literally in the first episode of that show, one of the reviews talked about Quark, the Ferengi on that show, and referred to him as. Uh, basically, an alien Donald Trump. So I think that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it that makes right. sense. Yeah.
3: I mean, it's a bit rude for the friend to to. It is like mean for the friend.
0: I don't know if they deserve that, but it's yeah. it's a comparison that is there and <laughs> makes sense.
3: Not
2: completely inaccurate.
0: Mm-hmm. So.
1: Anyway, card games with friends. Yes. Uh, what do you think ham chunk juice is used for? Um,
2: obviously for dweeb juice. Making delicious drinks with your friends.
1: Because that is an industrial-sized bottle of ham chunk juice.
2: You don't
3: keep the Costco bottle of ham chunk juice on mm-hmm. hand? Ugh. It's quite the drink, though. It's to- total soda, coffee grounds, beetle butter, grape jelly, kimchi,
2: and a big old helping of ham chunk juice. I didn't hear that it was beetle butter. I heard, I heard peanut butter.
1: I thought, oh. I thought it was also peanut butter.
2: Oh man. Beetle, that's, that's, that's worse beetle butter beetle is like a
0: lot worse a lot worse
3: yeah <laughs> but don't worry the ham chunk juice isn't too bad because it's skim so it's
1: you know healthy.
3: Yeah, oh. it just, it's, basically healthy. Less,
1: it's basically just water at that point
2: it's pink
3: yeah. water it's hot ham it's just water, pink water. <laughs> hot ham water
2: just a, <laughs> just a smack of ham just a smack of ham
0: oh. <laughs> so watery with the sacrifice. Okay. Yeah.
1: What I love about Adventure Time in general uh, is I really love the title cards. I think they put so much effort and work into these title cards. Because if you notice, the title card for this mm-hmm. is BMO mm-hmm. losing to Jake, right? Mm-hmm. As BMO is throwing mm-hmm. a game, and then Jake is getting celebratory. I, a Magic the Gathering vet- veteran, played that sort of person too many times <laughs> and one point was asked by my parents during Smash Bros to go easy on my brother because one time I made him cry so I'm <laughs> all on Bemo's side for this
0: <laughs> yeah I I would also refuse to play a, a game with somebody who was like that I'd be mm-hmm. like I, mean, I feel like we've all met this person
2: in one way or another yeah Uh I
1: so I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, floop the pig has actually kind of become a card game meme.
0: Like it's an actual <laughs> really? it's an
1: actual term for like it's not like popularly used, right? You're not gonna go. You're not gonna like watch uh-huh. some high level Magic: Gathering tournament and somebody will play some card and be like, "I floop the pig," but it, it means to to like create to have, when you have a move that's like uncounterable. It's yeah. flooping the pig. That's very good. Which I is like that. great.
2: I like that a lot. <laughs>
1: This is like like Card Wars is low key one of my favorite episodes of Adventure Time. I like these like little isolated sort of just absolute silly innocuous don't apply to anything ever episodes of Adventure Time which has, you know, one of the the best continuities in in animated
0: Mm-hmm. In an animated
1: uh, series to have these like little spin-offs where they play which is like basically fantasy Magic the Gathering because that game has very strong uh, Magic the Gathering vibes.
3: Well it's just the classic like fin failing upwards or it's just like Yeah. It's like I got I mean, I got this pig. <laughs> pig's like corn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, My pig's gonna I'm eat gonna some the corn. Pig. Yeah.
1: I I love like the cal-. The Calvin Ballness of it, like when you think of like the writers' uh-huh. room of it, like pitching, mm-hmm. it, they're like, so what if we put the pig in this tunnel so we can't teleport the pig out of the tunnel? Right. Mm-hmm. I, I would have. I wish I could have been in the writers' room <laughs> for when yeah, they came up. That would with. Been great.
0: So. Well, and then it's very corn focused as well. <laughs> card wars <laughs> like takes he, place in nebraska he had a corn <laughs> deck or something uh-huh. that he was using
1: oh yeah like the court the archer has like the ear of corn the cor- as the uh-huh. arrow
2: all the lances for the for the land uh what was it the husk husk lancers uh-huh. yeah uh they were all all co- just giant cobs of corn It's great so
3: does that mean that they were holding little heads because they're just their heads were ears of corn
1: and their their spears were. Also it really ears does of kind corn. of beg that question, right? Like, yeah. what part of the corn is animate and what <laughs> other?
2: Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, they are clothed in all the husks and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I love Card Wars. It's an actual. It's an actual game. Like you could buy decks of Card Wars now. That's so good. And they have decks for, for I think if I remember correctly, they have like they're like in these sets and these blocks. Card wars. And so they'll, they'll be like, you know, you can buy two decks and it's the the Jake and Finn. And then one is, I think it's Bimo and Lady Rainicorn. And then I think there's one that's Princess Bubblegum. And I I want to say Marceline, but I don't know if I'm accurate on that. But yeah, it's an actual uh, game.
2: There, there, there's an app now that you can play. uh You can play card wars against the computer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so. funny. Oh,
2: it may be. Gone. It looks like, the, yeah, it's it just got shut now. down. Never mind. Oh boo! It got shut down in December of twenty nineteen, right before, right before we needed it most. <laughs> but when we
1: needed it most, it vanished.
0: I just really liked Bimo on the skateboard. It was a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> <BMO>.
1: <laughs> I wish I could say I wish I could cancel plans and then immediately kickflip out of the room.
3: Hmm. Hmm
0: the best way to do it god that would be so cool
1: like hey do you want to go to this wedding it's like no thanks I don't go to weddings with those people kickflip yeah <laughs> goldfinger starts playing in the background
3: then when they come back in the room you jump
1: out from the corner and chop karate chop them in the shoulder hey if that was a real karate chop finn would have been dead <laughs>
0: <laughs> bemo's great I love bemo Bemo's always just such
2: a mood it's it you're so right that just every time Bemo does something I'm like, God, I wish I was as cool as Bemo <laughs> I wish i could j- I wish I could just hover over a toilet sometimes and pour a glass of water in and say, I'm peeing
0: Well, you can <laughs> yeah. no one's stopping you from doing that
1: or you could just point to yourself and say it comes from my butt, and then nobody really questions <laughs> it
0: <laughs> and you talk call yourself football or whatever football. <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs>
1: Watching Card Wars, watching this episode was a solid reminder of why I quit playing card game or pl- quit playing Magic the Gathering and going to card shops. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine that, except it smells bad, and like you've basically just like captured the entire moment. Yeah, I support
2: you. I support you in this weirdness, but it's, it's fucking weird. I
0: do what you love. But don't be a dick about it.
2: (laughs) Yes, just remember when you get to the top of the mountain of Magic
1: the Gathering, you'll look down and see how much money you spent, and you'll be like, God, I could have spent that money on anything. (laughs) (laughs) On anything else. (laughs) Not speaking from experience or anything.
3: (laughs) I was also a big fan of Jake just before they started playing, like scooping up all the dishes and just like plopping
2: them out of the window. Mm -hmm. That's a good way to do it. (sighs) That's how I clean all my dishes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I also really enjoyed Jake at the very beginning like sa- standing there just like so sadly with the card box being like mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh I've like,
1: pressured so many people into playing video games yeah. that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just
0: like, by being sad sounding. Jake, you
1: know, <laughs> look dumpy. Nobody wants to, like play to play Mario Kart this. with me anymore. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Go full sad sack mode. It works every time. Mm-hmm.
1: If only I had friends who would play Smash Bros with me.
2: <laughs> Ian, we can play Smash Bros whenever you want.
1: Oh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate you.
2: Just don't get don't get like Jake when I beat you.
1: Ooh, maybe I will. Maybe I'll walk across the other side of the room and then like immediately contour my body 180 degrees and then get right all up in your face. <laughs> like I, I'm just really trying to stall from how absolutely frighteningly real that Princess Cookie episode was.
0: <laughs> it was a little alarming, honestly. I was like, this is not going where I thought it would go.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. But you think of like princesses, yep. are like, oh, maybe this would be a cute little story that it starts with like a fucking hostage yeah, it's negotiation. <laughs> Princess Cookie.
0: Uh-huh. And then, yeah, it's like, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Let the hostages go.
1: So, yeah, here, I, I'm going to read to you guys verbatim the three notes I took on the Princess Cookie episode. So, number one. I would absolutely take the cowboy hat. Uh, number two is, oh shit, this is like too real. And then my next my next one is, this is too real.
3: All you gotta remember is you just have to yell out Alvin's hot juice box. It'd be good. Yeah,
0: what? That was so random when he said that. <laughs> It'll catch him like... off
3: guard. It'll be, he'll be so confused. I did love the character design of Princess Cookie and the sentient mm-hmm. chips. Yeah. This is so good. We're Their just names like, would send them off. Yeah, Chippy,
0: Chipler, Ch- Chips and
1: I love a really good heist movie, like like Inside Man. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, but like it's one one of my tops of all time. It's uh, just fun to watch. Uh, and so, like you know, seeing them do this like this hostage situation in this wacky land, where right, where, you know instead of negotiating to get them like food or anything, it's a milkman who comes in and delivers them milk, and he's like, oh yeah, I give uh-huh. these guys milk. <laughs>
2: You want some milk? You want and then the milk? Princess Cookie doesn't even like question it. It's like, like oh really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl. This makes sense. It's true. Like, sure. Yeah, definitely.
1: I like how Jake, or not Jake Finn, learned the ability to be a really good shadow in like seven seconds because he starts <laughs> off right as that like a creepy gangly shadow, and then out of nowhere, he's like, I'm a goddamn horse now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do love that they brought the fake horse back. Mm-hmm.
2: I
0: oh, love yes. the fake horse. Kate beaten horse is back. Yeah. It's always good to see that.
1: Yeah, yeah, never gets old. God, that was just a frighteningly real episode.
0: The fact that... The thing
2: that I think upset me most is that, like, uh, Cookie was in the orphanage. And, like, we... Isn't it, like, well-established that Princess Bubblegum, like, makes all of the people yeah. in Candy Kingdom? Yeah. So she just she just made these, like... Orphan candies to uh-huh. be like put into an orphanage.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's and messed then show up. up,
2: then show up and read to them like she's a savior. They're savior. Like I'm gonna take care of you. You better. <laughs> this yep. is your job. I mean, I mean, to be
1: fair, maybe they did have parents at one point. <laughs> yeah, people die. She didn't just oh. she didn't just make an orphan. You know, candy doesn't last forever, Ben.
0: Well, if she did, if she made them then she's their mom, and she just doesn't feel like taking care of them, so she made an orphanage and was like, this mm-hmm. is where you live now.
2: <laughs> I don't like these ones. <laughs> Come on, kids, let's dance it up.
1: <laughs> like, that is one of the more depressing episodes
2: <laughs> of Yeah, the totally.
1: time. Yeah. On, like, on, like every is, level, yeah. Just, like, yeah, the strong allegories of, like, of, of, like the disenfranchised and, and you know... The childhood trauma. I think there's, mm-hmm. and, there's that part right where where they're talking where you know Jake comes out and Jake's just like all he wants to do is just like leave and he'll leave and then like yeah. princess like fucking princess I don't trust people okay. bubblegum is yeah. like no he'll return to a life of crime he must be put down and I'm like oh god
2: <laughs> yeah Prin- princess cop bubblegum like holy uh-huh. shit mm-hmm.
3: you know it's you start to see the you know we haven't we haven't revisited uh, Lemon Drop in a while or Lemon Grab, mm-hmm. Lemon Grab.
2: I did see that a Lemon Grab episode's coming up soon. I'm starting to see some more of those
3: comparisons. Uh huh. Like PB literally wants to put like everyone in the dungeon that like forever. She has an issue with
0: yeah, yeah. for the rest One of his life. Years
2: dungeon. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that comparison yeah. is unacceptable. <laughs> ah, <cha-cha-cha-cha. laughs>
2: you feel clever don't you
1: yeah totally original joke. get out of here
0: <laughs> I, I think okay i was confused at the end why they decided to start being nice to him kind of like okay so he jumps off the cliff <laughs> like I glubbed up Thelma and Louise style like I'm not getting taken alive and then he survives because alive. he's a it, cookie it, he, he and he from just, Thelma just and Louise completely to one flew over
2: the cookies
0: nest. <laughs> and then like he's in a psych hospital or something
2: Here's what I imagine happened so they they capture they capture him at the bottom of the the canyon after he is completely broken apart he recovers from the being broken apart, uh-huh. and in the in the court process, they plead insanity, and so he gets sent to a mental institution. Okay, because hopefully, hopefully, Candy Kingdom actually has like mental health. <laughs> they take care of mentally ill people.
0: Eh,
2: questionable about whether that actually has happening here, but <laughs> hopefully. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Like it's, 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 it's interesting that this is like really surface level, like very, you know, for (laughs) the only term I can think of is smooth brained, uh, like ending (laughs) of like, oh, he, you know, he becomes princess, Mm -hmm. because cookie gets the crown from the. Uh, mm-hmm. from the grass kingdom and everyone starts bowing down but like you know like everything like sets up and every- it looks to be this happy ending and I'm just like deeply uncomfortable on my couch uh-huh. like uh...
0: yeah and so all
3: the chips individually straight jacketed
0: <laughs> yeah but at least yeah, he gets his, a he gets his <laughs> crown a crown at the a end crown. he gets to be a princess after all Yep. so
1: that means it's only a matter of time before the ice King tries to marry him
2: <laughs> i can't I would love to see that honestly, mm-hmm. I would love to see that I
1: think that'd be the one where Finn and Jake are like,
2: you know what? that's probably better for Princess Cookie in this scenario. you can have this one
0: I mean as long as Princess Cookie's on board, go for it.
1: do you think if Princess Cookie actually died, his next of kin would have been one of the chips
2: oh yes. God, that's a, what what if the chips die with Princess Cookie because they are one organism?
0: But they weren't with him anymore. Or do you mean like they would have just collapsed they would wherever also, they were? They would
2: also collapse wherever they are. Oh, no. Oh, no.
0: Well, it's a good thing that he lived then.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. And everyone live happily ever
1: after. In <laughs> their
0: straitjackets. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Really, yep. really just slotted me with some <laughs> bangers, I see. I flooped the pig.
0: <laughs> do we have connections?
1: I do. Okay. Uh, there's disguises in both of them. All right, one disguises to to try to as as the Frankie, and then uh, Jake is uh, disguising himself as a shadow.
2: Mm-hmm. Finn is uh, the
1: shadow. Or Finn is the shadow. Yeah, Finn is the shadow. Jake's, Jake's the, the, the milkman. Milk <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was kind of a different version of the one that I had. I said. They all have epis. They all have people pretending to be things they aren't.
3: Because mm-hmm.
0: the Ferengi are pretending to be gods. Cookie wa- is like you know, kind of pretending to be a princess, and then Finn is pretending to be bad at cardboard. He
3: had to.
2: He had to pretend to be the dweeb. Yeah. Yep. That's that was what I the pig. pretty much said too as well. Yeah. The pig. The pig is pre- pretending to be dead, and then it gets flooped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a connection. I didn't. I didn't think about it. <laughs>
1: I floop the pig is just like this, like cellar door level of aestheticism. It's such a beautiful thing to say.
3: Um, they also both had wandering bald men.
1: <laughs> that Did is you true. say that about every single episode? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> there were there was one specifically called out in Adventure Time, and then also mm-hmm. the Ferengi. That's who you meant, right?
3: And the wandering poem guy.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. With
2: the iPad, the yeah, the, the, eye pat, the, well, the, yeah, the, the moving iPad, well, and then
0: the guy, the other like enthusiastic assistant guy, didn't he?
2: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. there's lots of bald men.
0: Yeah,
1: bald is beautiful.
0: <laughs> Good representation mm-hmm. for bald dudes.
1: <laughs> they've 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 been really you know really clamoring for that recently. Yeah, <laughs> totally. You've seen those. You've seen those protest signs. Bald is beautiful.
0: I don't have a a good nickname for our listeners this time. Pig chip floopers. Chip,
1: chip, chippies. Chip,
3: oh, chippies.
0: Well, chippies. <laughs> Are
1: ham chunks?
0: <laughs> no, not ham chunks. <laughs> Chiplets. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sounds a lot like the the really Lodden bad candy chiclets. L- Wandering, wandering bald men baldies. join us next week <laughs> when we watch Star Trek Voyager season 3 episode 6 remember and Adventure Time season 4 episodes Sons of Mars and Burning Low uh,
2: remember if you want to interact with us on social media Twitter at Voyager Time Facebook Voyager Time if you want to email us because you got a question or compliments for any of us like if you really want to say Ian did a great job, email us voyanturetime at gmail dot com. Uh and if you want to tell us directly, uh we have an invite to our Discord server in the show notes. If you want to tell Ben how nice his hair looks today. I did get a haircut today, actually. <laughs> See? Which is the last time I uh, like said that one, which is very, very spooky, Nate. How did you know? It got <laughs> I mean,
1: I have a, I have a dentist know, appointment in, in two days. If anyone wants to compliment my teeth, you can uh, send an yep. email to barack.obama at geocities.net <laughs>
0: <laughs> or just tweet at him. <laughs>
2: tweet at tweet Barack Obama, at Barack. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Saying that I have personal nice teeth. Twitter.
1: <laughs> in the meantime, we'll be waiting here.
0: No, we'll just wait for you here. Oh, I was close.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In the this meantime, is important. He glubbed up. <laughs> I, go. I got stage fright and I got real we'll nervous. <laughs> In the meantime, we'll just wait for you here.
0: By the mausoleum.
1: With
2: our
3: backs turned and our defenses lowered. Come on.